Welcome back to episode 14. Do not play Ain't No Fun around me when I've had a drink or two ever. I will rap every single word as if I'm in the music video, okay? Um, hey guys, my name is Milana. Welcome back to Starring Milana, episode 14 of this fabulous podcast. And if you're new here, there is a visual to this podcast. Please visit youtube.com forward slash Starring Milana. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Starring Milana. And if you're listening on the podcast app, please don't forget to subscribe, leave a rating, and a review. Those are greatly appreciated. All right, guys. So episode 14, we are now in the month of April. Um, Let's be clear. I'm supposed to be in Miami right now, living my best fucking life with my fake spray tan and my Brazilian, okay? Um, but I'm not... I am here under all of these lights, and I'm recording. Um, I'm not staring at a stripper at 11. I'm staring at Lena, fully clothed. So this is my night. Um, If you listened to last week's episode, then you know that I took one for the team. I'm sacrificing my uh, vacation and my bachelorette party fun with my cousin and her friends um, to basically... Watch my dad, my grandma, and my dogs because this is the Babysitter's Club. So um, that's where I'm at. Happy uh, hashtag Milan Monday. <laughs> what are you guys up to? Um, so we'll just jump right in. I guess we're in BTS. If you're new here, there's three segments on this podcast. The first one is called BTS where we kind of catch up with my previous week. And the second one is called Talkworthy where we pick a few things going on in the media and try to offer a different perspective. And the third segment is called Dropping Gems where I pick a topic of the week and drop a few gems. Okay. By the way, again, if you're new here, this is a weekly show. So we're here every hashtag Milana Monday. And um, yeah, let's get into it. So BTS, what happened to me this week besides not going to Miami? Um, I got sugared to sit at home. So if you don't know what sugaring is, um, well, let's talk about it, right? We got waxing. We have um, laser and we have sugaring. So it's basically like waxing, but it's like all organic, right? So they only use three ingredients, which is water, lemon, and sugar. And that's it. And it kind of becomes this like little sticky ball and they roll it on your skin and rip it off and it rips off the hair. Um, I fucking love it. I, okay, let me just give you some context. Um, TMI, don't care, what the fuck. So you know, my vag area, the Brazilian, that 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 little the lady parts. Um, yeah, I don't laser those. And I know it's probably a shocker to some people because a lot of people laser that area so the hair will stop growing. Let's talk about laser, okay? Um, I laser only one, two, two parts of my body. My face, because I explained this already, can't be threading, can't be waxing my face. I got hair on my face, I'm Armenian, it is what it is. And I started to do my underarms because... With shaving, you get kind of like the, the the like the black like fade. I don't know what it, what it's called, like razor bumps, but it also leaves like a black shadow. Um, so I have lasered my armpits a few times, and honestly, it it lasted it lasts a long time. I was shocked because I've been doing my face for like four years, and the hair's still there. So uh, mm. armpits, no, not so much. The hair goes away for a while. Now I have never lasered down there. This is why. Fellas, if you're if you're listening, don't leave. It's great. Um, this is why. Because 
you know, I have Armenian hair. It like, I feel like if I start, it's going to be a whole process. It's going to take years to laser, first of all. Second, you have to shave when you laser, and I just don't like to shave over there. And third, um, you know, your reproductive system, your organs, everything is there. I don't know if there's enough research done on like lasering in that area. I'm just not into it. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm just not into it. So I was waxing for a long time and it hurts like shit. And I always used to leave like irritated and like burn. So I found sugaring and I'm obsessed with it. It still hurts. It's not as bad. It's there are no chemicals. You don't leave like burnt. It's, it's just, I don't know. It's just so much better. Um, you guys should give it a try. I go to Sugared and Bronzed in Studio City, but they have a few salons in Los Angeles. It it, it is Egyptian. I have that in my note. I have that noted that it's Egyptian. It's one of you people, Lena, Lene. Yeah, the Egyptians came up with it. Of course they did. Of course. They've been around for so fucking long. I hope they came up with it. Um, thank you. Alina, for creating sugaring, you and your people. Let them know I said thanks. Okay. Um, anyway, moving on. What else happened? Oh, it's still Lent. By the way, we've been a month into Lent, and I still have about, like, what, 20 days to go or two more weeks, I think. So I gave up bread for Lent. Again, that means no bread, no pita, no croissants, no crackers, no fucking bagels. I mean, I'm starving all the time. Um, you know, I was craving some pizza, and I decided that I was going to eat some pizza. I'm not going to cheat, you know, I'm here for God, I'm doing this for God. So I bought a cauliflower crust pizza, I've never had it before, Sato Trader Joe's, Lena and I are going to make it, I'll let you guys know what I think, follow me on social media, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I hope that is a good alternative, because I have been craving pizza for so long, it's one of my favorite foods, so we're going to make that right after this, actually let's speed through this so I can make some pizza, um, also somebody hit my car. So I was parked, my happy ass was parked outside of my house, not bothering anybody on the street. And then, I don't know, I went, I drove somewhere the next day and I saw a big ass hole in my car, a dent at the, on the like license plate. So um, I thought about it, you know, all the times that I have, I maybe love tapped somebody and drove away because like, I'm not going to write my phone number, my name down for a love tap. There's nothing there. But I don't think I've ever hit someone this hard and just dipped. Kind of fucked up. Karma, they just dipped. I mean, there's a hole in my car, guys. I can't even make this up. Like, literally a hole. Like, a part of my car, like, my bumper is off. There's a hole in my car. Um, so, fuck you if you hit my car. So, another thing. I don't know if I've mentioned this yet. Next week is my last episode for a little while. Um, I'm going on a little hiatus. I'll go into that next week. I know. Don't cry. It's sad. However, I decided during my hiatus that I wanted to kind of, you know indulge in some more reality TV because I only watch like two shows, two reality shows right now. And it's just like, I, I like to de-stress with reality TV. So I decided that I wanted to watch one of the uh, Real Housewives shows. And I kind of watched Beverly Hills a little bit and I watched Atlanta here and there. And I was like, you know what? Let me watch one from the beginning till the end. Um, I Googled which one was the best. Apparently New York comes highly recommended. Real Housewives of New York. Um, and so my thirsty ass got a Hulu membership because 
you know, to watch it, you know, I like, like I needed one more fucking membership, but I started watching it and I'm going to indulge during my hiatus, but I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm on season one. Um, it's really fucking awful. I guess it's 08. I don't know what year it is, but reality TV was not where it is now. So it's kind of cringy and awkward to watch, but I'm sure it gets better. Uh, love Bethany. That's all I have so far. I'm only a few episodes in. By the way, I didn't mention this. Um, if you're watching on YouTube and you're wondering why I'm wearing uh, an LMU shirt, Loyola Marymount University, that's my college, uh, stay tuned to Dropping Gems. You'll know all about it. All the fuck about it, okay? Moving on to Talkworthy. Um, you know, lots going on in the media. Nothing, not much too crazy to talk about. Um, the last thing, well, I'll go a little bit in depth. But a few things I saw scrolling through social media. Let's start with BuzzFeed. I fucking love BuzzFeed. I love BuzzFeed. I don't know what kind of geniuses work there and who looks for these geniuses and how we have this, like, office of geniuses. That's the only way I can describe these people because these are the people that are giving you articles like this. 99 craziest things that happened in Florida in 10 years. In 10 years. You guys, I have been saying this for years. Anytime that something strange is in the media, like a strange headline. I'm like, oh, it's in Florida. A hundred percent, it's in Florida. With the exception of Miami, Florida, I'm sorry. Okay, let me let me start off by saying this. All of my listeners in Florida, I love you guys so much. Uh, actually, Florida is my sixth top listen to state. That's where most of my sixth in order where my listeners come from. So um, love you guys. Uh, please don't be offended. There's some weird shit going on in your state, okay? Why every time something bizarre is in the media like the guy with the half head or like half a head uh uh what else did I see that was weird the guy with the wide neck do you remember that uh oh uh the fucking monkeys that had herpes and were like running rampant in Florida you guys are there's some weird shit going on in Florida there's a reason why articles like this exist um if you live there god bless you I mean LA is full but there's plenty of other places to move to in in America we have lots I mean Michigan's a great great state um just saying a lot of weird shit going on in Florida that article made my day you know what I love the article so much that I'm going to um actually link it in the show notes so you guys can all be blessed okay moving on keeping with the Kardashians is back for season 16 I don't know how the fuck they managed to stay on the air for 16 seasons um maybe it's because people like me watch it I'm keeping up. So uh, nothing spectacular happened yet. Don't worry. We're not in the Jordan-Chloe blow-up. But I will say this. um, Kanye has agreed to now be more, like, on camera more. He is now doing the interviews, which is shocking because he was never really wanted to do it. So I'm kind of of excited because you get to see a different side of him instead of just, like, the camera rolling. Now he's getting asked questions and he has to answer them. Nothing crazy happened, but um, there's this one part that, like, I really liked. He he made a joke at one point, like, because they were doing an interview together, and he said to her, uh, who's your favorite husband? (laughs) Listen. Listen. All I'm going to say about this is uh, I'm going to offer a, a perspective because not a lot of people like them um, as a couple or as individuals, whatever. That's you. But I, but you can always take something away from people. So let me just say this. Ladies, you know, you got to find you someone who um, accepts all that you are. All that you are. Your entire past, as crazy, as shitty, as whatever as it is, just accepts it and can joke about it. Can you imagine 
all of the shit that has happened to Kim and all of the stuff that people say about her, for them just to jokingly sit there and laugh and say, who's your favorite husband? Like, like we, we didn't forget that she was only married for 70 days to one of them. Like, we didn't forget about that. But the fact that he can joke about it, it kind of like, it made me, like, I don't know, I like that. Like, find you someone who accepts you for who you are. Speaking of jokes, <laughs> I'm so giggly today. Uh, April Fool's bitches, Justin Bieber, what? You guys, okay. Let me just give some context for anyone living under a rock or in Florida. So Justin Bieber put out an April Fool's joke on his Instagram. Basically, I posted a fake picture of Haley. I said picture, fake picture. He posted a picture. Oh my god! I just came up with a new word. You guys, hashtag picture and tag me because that's my shit. He posted a picture of Haley Baldwin holding onto her stomach, basically insinuating that she is pregnant. She's not pregnant. And it was like, hey, April Fool's, haha, played a joke on you. Well, people were fucking livid to the point that he had to put out an apology. And why people were mad? I mean, I'll let you know, but I'm confused. People were upset because some people out there cannot have kids. And they thought that this was a very insensitive joke. Um, okay. I feel for those people, you know, I can't imagine uh, being in that, uh, God forbid, you know, I, I ever, I remember in that position and I, and I hope that's not the case for me and I, I feel for you guys, but you know, you guys, we got to learn to just like let things just flow through in life. That is not something to be upset about. I'm sorry. Like I'm the first person to look at situations like this and try to put myself in everybody's, you know, everyone's shoes and like try to look at something from everyone's perspective. I'm the first person to do that. I, I trust me. But this just wasn't it. Like, I feel like we're reaching and we're just trying to be mad, like for every single thing. We can't be this mad all the time. Like, I believe that, we, you know, people are like, oh, everyone's too sensitive. No, it's, it's great. It's not a bad thing. I think it's great to be sensitive because it makes people aware and it makes people think and, you know, it makes people realize how ignorant they are and maybe learn and, and learn about other people so like you're really it's fine like the whole concept of like we're too sensitive now I'm not mad at that but this isn't that like let's not act like what he did wasn't a joke let's not act like we haven't been joking about being knocked up for years on April Fool's this is like the number one joke on April Fool's we've been doing it forever and everyone does it so all of a sudden a celebrity puts this up and we just we want to crucify him it's a joke. Like, we need to let it go. I'm sorry. Anyway, so that is also something that happened, and that's the only perspective I have to offer on that one. Next thing I want to talk about, I don't know if I'm tardy to the party, but I don't know if this was last week, this past week, this, this whole, like, Omari kissing Beyonce twice. Lena just put up two thumbs. You're right. Twice, girl. He kissed her twice. It's like the girl that got abducted twice. <laughs> he, he snatched up that kiss twice. <laughs> Jay-Z was confused twice. Omari kissed Beyonce twice. Not like an air kiss, but like a slop. Like one that was like on, his, uh, on her cheek and one was like right next to her lips. Now, I know everyone probably saw this um, and people had things to say. You know, here, I'm, let's, let's, let's pretend we're him and um, let's try to think about this from his perspective, right? So first of all, 
I don't think he was trying to pull a quick one on Jay-Z. I don't think that he, like, wants Beyonce. I mean, she's hot. I'm sure everyone wants Beyonce. He's married. He has kids. I don't think that was, like, his intention. I think he got nervous, and he just, like, didn't know what to say. And so, like, he, he, he kissed her to say hello, and then he was kissing her to say goodbye. Like, I just think it was just in the moment, and he got really, really just, like, nervous. But, honey, we don't kiss here in America. Okay, this is like very European. Uh huh. Um, you know, there's the three cheeks, there's the two cheeks. In America, we pretend like we try to be European, so we try to do the, the, the kisses, but don't actually kiss me. Like, I have makeup on. Don't kiss me. Like, my boyfriend can't even kiss me. Like, don't, nobody kiss me. I have makeup on. You're gonna fuck it up. You just licked your lips. Now they're wet. Now you're gonna put your wet lips on my contoured face. You're gonna leave a fucking mark. And then if you had just kissed me on the lips and you have my lipstick, this happens. I hate this shit. When my boyfriend kisses me and he has my lipstick on his lips and he goes in to kiss my cheek, now my lipstick is on my face. People are probably wondering, how'd you kiss yourself? <laughs> like, how? I hate that. So, uh, yeah. Don't kiss people. Like, if you... I do this, too. You know, I do the, like, the little, like... The little cheek-to-cheek, like, when I hug someone, and I'll do, like... Like, I'm not really kissing you. I'm kissing the air. So, if you take anything away from today's podcast, kiss the fucking air. Don't kiss people. Um, Joe Biden. Listen. Lena was really rooting for him, okay? He hasn't even announced that he's running for president yet. But she was like, no, that's our chance to beat Trump. That's our chance. Let me be clear to everybody, okay? And a lot of you guys believe that. I think our chance to beat Trump is somebody, this is going to sound really bad, that's not his age. I'm sorry. We have to just, like, we need to get someone who's, like, younger, energetic, spicy, like, just ready, but also, like, charming and well-spoken and just not a shit show, you know? Um... Sorry, I look. I I actually really, really like Joe Biden. Him and him and Obama's pictures used to make me cry. I'm not kidding you. I'm not being dramatic. When I would see their pictures, high fiving and like smiling, they look like the fucking Teletubbies. I loved it. I love them so much, and I love Joe Biden. But I, from the beginning, you know, I've seen this video before this whole thing came out, like of this, you know, like a compilation video of all of his grabs and shoulder rubs and the hair flips and the, I've seen it. And, um, you know, I knew right then and there that no one really paid attention to it. People, people had it in their back pocket. It was available. So I knew if he was going to run for president, somebody was going to come out and be like, oh, wait a minute. You be sniffing hair too much. This is not scratch and sniff. Okay. So I knew that was going to happen. So that's why from the beginning, I was like, that's not our guy. You know, and he might still be our guy. I don't know. But what I'm saying is, like, someone came out and they said Joe Biden touched them inappropriately and when they met or in a meeting or something. And when he says inappropriate, it's not, it doesn't mean, like, touch my, like, body parts. It meant, like, he made me feel uncomfortable. He sniffed my hair. He blah, blah, blah. And then Trump wants to make a joke about it. Like, he, 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 he posted this, like, tweet of him, like, creeping up behind Joe Biden with his head, like, touching the shoulders, like, Joe Biden, like, trying to be funny. Look, I have to tell you, he's funny as fuck. Like, Donald Trump is funny. Like, not, not always, not, we don't want, always want to laugh, but he's funny. However, sir, okay, you're, this guy's grabbing shoulders and sniffing hair. You're actually grabbing pussy, let's be clear. So, with that being said, you shouldn't even talk at all right now. Not the time. Too soon. Too soon. 
Okay, I just wanted to get all those giggles out because the last thing that, I, that I'm going to talk about is obviously uh, about Nipsey Hussle. And um, he passed last Sunday, and it was very, very unfortunate, um, shocking. Uh, it's heartbreaking. Honestly, it's heartbreaking when, when anyone who when anyone passes, but when someone who's made such an impact on so many on so many people's lives, like when they when someone like him leaves the earth so suddenly and in such a just disgusting manner, it is it's it hits you just way harder. I just wanna do a moment of silence uh for Nipsey Hustle. So I'm gonna do that. Look, I know enough about the Dr. Sebi thing. I know enough about his um, gang affiliation. I am not trying to dissect any of that. Um, he passed, you know, and I'm not saying that's the end of that. But what I, I don't, I, we don't know the reason, and and maybe one day we will. Um, I believe in conspiracy theories, and I also believe that you know it might just be what exactly what it is, right? We might be searching for answers that we're never going to get because. It is exactly what 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 it is. I saw a lot of people post um, this quote, and they said, "You know, I I now understand how the like the the people that were older than me felt when Tupac died." Um, I I remember being in Armenia and seeing like Tupac's name spray painted on like the freeways, and I always remembered his name. And when I moved to America, I was like seven, and he had just died. Um, so I didn't get that feeling, but as I got older, I learned more about him and I researched about him and I just like, I always like, I felt for him. You know what I mean? Like I felt like someone just leaving this earth too soon when, when we don't know, only God knows, but we feel like they haven't even reached their full potential. When I think of Tupac, that's how I feel. I feel like he just, it was just so fucking unfortunate because he was, he wasn't even there yet. He did so much. He said so much. He inspired so many people, but he didn't even like, he didn't even scratch it yet. Like he wasn't even, like there was so much more that he could do. So um, that's when I think about Tupac, that's the feeling I get. And this is exactly the same thing. One thing that people kept saying was, this is what happens when you stay in your hood or in your same neighborhood um or in your community um and you don't leave like this is what happens like there's going to always be haters you just need to leave and you can you can inspire people from a distance i understand that completely i i understand that 100% because not you know it might not be safe not all communities are safe but I think he felt very safe, and I don't think that this was the case here. Um, and I also don't know if we should have that mindset. So if it's if we take anything away from this uh, situation, I think that um, we should honor what he wanted, what what Nipsey represented, and that's don't lay, let like this type of hate win. Um, stay in your communities and build your communities. Don't stop his progress, basically. Um, I think that that's what he would have wanted. I know a lot of people feel hopeless and um, they feel discouraged. My heart breaks for his family. I mean, his family, his, his kids, uh, Lauren, this is heartbreaking. I don't even his music impacted so many people but you know to be honest with you I like his music but I but I I don't I did not listen to his music consistently I actually knew him more I knew more about what he did outside of music than for his music so that shows and tells you a lot about him um how involved he was so may he rest in peace and um this is going to be a hard one for people to um you know 
I don't even, I don't even want to say get over it because I don't think people will get over it, but just like heal from. So, um, yeah, rest in peace and thank you for everything that you've done and it wasn't in vain. All right, guys, we're now in the Dropping Gem segment. I could explain the t-shirt that I'm wearing. If you're wondering why I'm wearing the shirt today, I'm talking about college because it's colleges are having their graduations. April, May, June. So I thought, let me use this opportunity to talk a little shit. So uh, I went to Loyola, Loyola Marymount University. That's where I met Lena. It is a four-year university. Um, is it a four-year? It's a four-year university. It's an undergraduate, and then they have a graduate program too. Yes. Okay, it's an undergraduate university. <laughs> Did I go to college? Did I even go there? <laughs> Um, it's a Jesuit university, so yeah, it's basically a private Catholic university. Not Catholic, it's fine. So that's where I went. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a background on how I got there and um, my thoughts on college. So after graduating from Fairfax High School, I applied to a few universities. I got into all of them, but I quickly realized that um, they're not going to be giving me any money. I don't qualify for financial aid because on paper, my parents made too much money, but they didn't have enough money to pay for my college. So I was like, okay, well, I don't want to pay for four years of college this much money, so I'm going to do two years at a junior college. So I did two years at a junior college, and I transferred into Loyola Marymount for my junior year. Um, I worked my fucking ass off in JC. I used to, I took like seven, eight classes just to get out of there in two years. I, I really wanted to graduate college in four years with all of my friends. So I transferred to Loyola Marymount University and I only spent two years there, my junior year and my senior year. Okay. Two years. I walked out with about $80,000 worth of loans. So why LMU? It's not like I didn't know the price. Um, I applied to a few universities after the JC. I got into all of them again. And, um, you know, I, I, one, I, it was between Loyola and UC Santa Barbara. At the time, you know, and I got into some Cal States. I didn't really think about money. I didn't really think about, I was like, oh, I'll just take loans out. I didn't think about uh, how much people, money people actually made and how long it took to pay loans off. My parents moved to America and they were, they went to work. I mean, my, they were 35. My mom went to college um, to get her nursing degree, but she didn't understand like four-year universities and that whole process. So my mom, my parents just wanted me to go to college, my mom more so. She just wanted me to go to college and I needed to graduate and get my bachelor's because it's the American dream, right? We moved to America to go to college, to get a job, to get married, to buy a house, whatever, the American dream. So okay, I'm like, all right, I need to go to college. I need to go to college. I had st started with a political science major. I wanted to do public policy. And then I was like, no, I don't want to do this. So I, when I was transferring to LMU, I was like, what major is like kind of close to broadcasting? I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to stay in the, in like kind of the, I want to stay in the department of like communications and broadcasting. And, um, well, LMU had communication theory. So I guess I was like, yeah, it sounds good. Realistically, if I was trying to pursue it, I should have went to Northridge because their program was way better and so was Long Beach. And I got into those schools. But I was like, well, Loyola and UC Santa Barbara, I think they're better schools, so I'm going to go there. Yeah, they're also 
Loyola is also, I don't know, quadruple the price, okay? So I go to Loyola Marymount University. Um, I had an okay experience. I think that, you know, people always say if you have the opportunity to leave for college, like leave your, your home city or your home, wherever you're from, you should leave. Um, I guess LA is a hard place to leave. You know, when you grow up in Los Angeles, you don't like, where would you, where do you go? Where, 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 what other, where do you want to go? You know, maybe besides the East coast, like where do you really want to go? Where do you want to leave to for college? It's hard. So, and, and Los Angeles has like a bunch of universities. We have UCLA, USC, LMU, Pepperdine, Northridge, Long Beach. I mean, we have so many options. Woodbury, we're down the street. Um, and, you know, I was like, you know, I'm going to just leave. I'm going to leave my parents' house, but I'm not going to leave L.A. So I just went just far enough to Marina Del Rey, and I ended up at Loyola Marymount University. You know, because I had friends who didn't leave for college, I kind of didn't have, like, that experience that people have. Like, I didn't live in a dorm. Um, honestly, I never really wanted to live in a dorm because, like, why I got to wake up when you wake up? Mm, the lights, like, this is a struggle. I'm not doing it. Never lived in a dorm. But I didn't have that full experience because I lived in an apartment with my friends who went to UCLA and we hung out with our friends that we've known since high school on the weekends. And I just kind of stayed within that crowd. I participated a little bit. I was on a dance team and, um, I was in the BSU and I was also in the Armenian student union, uh, or association for, I don't know, a month. So I participated a little bit. I was in the yearbook. You can find me if you look, but that was pretty much it. I didn't, I can't say that I walked away with uh, so much knowledge and uh, a lot of experience and um, a lot of friends because I didn't. I know not everyone's college experience is like this, but you know, the past, I don't know how many years since I've graduated, I have been thinking about like, did I really need to go to college? Okay. The job that I work at now and most jobs that I have interviewed never even asked me about what school did I graduate from. It's on my resume. They don't fucking ask. And honestly, I have to tell you guys, nobody cares. Unless you are like, unless you are in a field that you continuously need to keep going to school for. So like law or medicine, um, engineering, yeah, uh, professors, right? Don't they have to get their PhD? Yeah, academia. You so smart, girl. That's why I keep you around. Academia. Unless you're in one of these fields that you need to keep going to, you know, and, and they care about what universities you went to and what you studied and what professors you know there. Unless, unless you're in one of those fields, look, nobody really gives a fuck what college you went to. People want to know what experience you have, okay? The job I have now, they hired me. I even got, I only even got the interview because I, because through somebody I know through, ne through networking, basically. I, they didn't ask me about my college. They didn't even really look at my resume. Um, and it, I know it doesn't happen like this for everybody, but I'm telling you most people and most people also don't even like check. Like even if they ask you where you went and you're like, Oh, I went to UCLA. Nobody asks to see your diploma. Nobody gives a fuck. Like, nobody checks. People are lazy. It's not a thing. I'm not saying don't go to college <laughs> because no one checks. What I'm saying is, like, I really sat here and tried to think, was it worth it? Was it worth it? And for me, 
Look, I don't know. I think that everything happens for a reason. And I think that, you know, I was led in that direction and I went to college for a reason and it wasn't by mistake. Um, but I walked out with eight, over $80,000 worth of loans and it has been, I guess the word I want to use is like debilitating. I feel like handicapped because you can't, you you know, this, this concept that people have where it's like, oh, you step out on faith or you take a few months off and you figure out what you want to do. I didn't have that luxury. I had to pay my fucking loans. And these are very, very high payments. Think about $80,000 of loans. Now think about the interest that comes with that. I, you know, you pay for, you pay all every single month and you don't even see a fucking drop in that number because the interest is so high. And you know, you, you start to think, what the fuck did I learn in college that I need to be sitting here paying for this? And the audacity of LMU to send me letters asking for donations? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? No. I haven't paid my loans off yet. You want me to donate to what? A tree? Like, no. Anyway, sorry. That, like, really pisses me off. Every time I get a letter from them, I'm like, hell no. Did they wipe my record clean? Like, what do you want? for? Don't send me letters unless it's a zero balance of nothing. Don't. I don't want to hear from you. This is the only shirt I have. I don't have a sweater, too. I don't want to hear from you. Beautiful campus. I don't want to hear from you. Um, Please have me come back. I'd love to be a speaker. (laughs) No, but you guys, truthfully, I I, I want to talk about, like, when you are considering if you should go to college, this is what I think you should think about. I didn't know a lot of these things because, like I said, my parents are... You know, we're immigrants and it was just kind of like go to college. You have to get a, you have to get a diploma. Otherwise, you, you won't get a job, okay? So this is what I, what I will say. If you're graduating high school and you don't know if you should go to college, I would think about a few things. If your parents uh, have the ability or even you, some, some people have made a lot of money, as, I don't know, working as when they were younger. So if you have the money to pay for college and you don't know what you want to do, you don't know anything, but you're just like, I have the money and I kind of want to go, go. I think that it is a great experience. I think that it is an opportunity to meet people, to learn about yourself, to learn about the world, um, become independent. I mean, it really, if you, when you go to college, you really have to like figure shit out on your own. Okay. So if you have that if you have the ability and you have the money and you don't you don't know what you want to do and you have time to figure it out, even if you know what you want to do, it, you think this is the way to do it, go. I think that when you graduate high school, you're so young, you're 17, 18, and then, you know, there's this gap between when you start your career that four-year gap, the college gap, you really grow in that gap. And I think that college is just another step before you hit the real world to kind of mold you, okay? So if you have the ability and the opportunity and you have the money, I would say go. If you don't have the money but you know exactly what you want to do, if you know, if and you know 100% you're not going to change your mind, this is what I want to do, this is what I'm going to pursue, and I need college to do this, then go and take out the loans and do it. Fucking do it. You, you, that, that's a sacrifice you're making because you know exactly what you want to do. You have your eyes on the prize. Do it. Um, but if you were like me who did not have the funding and you did not have um, and you did not really know what you wanted to do, you're like, I kind of like political science and I might be a lawyer, but I also like to talk shit, so what am I going to do? If you don't fucking know, honest to God, honest to God, I would just say, wait. If it's one thing that I could have said to myself was just wait and figure out 
what you want to study, what field you want to go into, maybe a four-year university is not right for you. Maybe you take that money that you would have spent there and you take it to, I don't know, hosting classes, teleprompter class, whatever the fuck, a vocational school. You know, maybe that's the direction for you. But if you just rush into it and you're and you're just drowning in debt and you you just ha- at that point you have to figure something out you have to find a job and you get stuck in a field or in 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 a job that you don't even want to do or like to do but you can't leave because you have loans to pay so i would just say that for those people who are in my situation i would really think about it i would pray about it i would um speak to to some mentors, maybe people who attended college, maybe people who didn't, who are also successful in their, right, whatever in their mind, I would talk to those people and figure out what the right direction is for you. I know that like, it's unfortunate that some people, you know, look, it's, it's a blessing if, if you have the ability and somebody can pay for it and you don't have to worry about that part, but it's unfortunate for people that, that don't have that ability and you kind of, we're not starting at the same, like, it's not an even playing field. Let's be clear. Like, it's not. So you don't have the same luxuries as other people. So I would really, it's just life. It is what it is. I would really, but in that those scenarios, I would really sit down and think about it um, wisely. And I wish somebody would have told me that. Because what happens is when you graduate with this amount of depth and you graduate with, like, still very little direction of what you want to do and you end up at a job, you, the word that I'm using, you know, it, it is, you feel handicapped. You can't, like, you, you're stuck. You're stuck. So, um, yeah, that's my opinion on college. I will say that I think that knowledge is power and I'm not saying that as like, it's corny. Um, I'm actually really starting to appreciate that more now than ever. I've been reading so much and I'm, and I'm just getting lost with books. I'm like loving it. And I'm like, wow, I feel, but you don't, you don't education, like school education and knowledge are two different things. Like you can get that from anywhere. I mean, Google is a great fucking source. You can teach yourself anything. You can learn about anything. Um, the most important thing for me, uh, I think was, was people and relationships. I think that that's one thing that I took away from my college experience, because if you ask me about anything that I learned in any of my classes, I have, uh, I don't have anything to offer you. I think I remember random things from my sports classes. Um, and, uh, maybe one or two things from my PR class. I, I just don't know. And I didn't apply any of it. I only applied the shit when I was applying for jobs. And then once I got the job, it, it just went I just in one ear out the other. Um, so sorry if this is kind of like a downer episode. I just wanted to offer this perspective because I think that, you know, people don't realize they don't people don't think about the a lot of the time, the depth aspect of it. We are $1.5 trillion in college debt. Like, think about what that means. $1.5 trillion. Not billion, not million, trillion. That's how much money people have to pay for school. And most of them for shit that they will never use again. They can't even remember. Like, I don't know. Um, But if you want to go to college and you don't have the means to, but you really want to fucking do it and get your scholarships. 
Um, another great thing is I think you can pay your interest while you take out a loan so that once you're, cause you're not paying the loan while you're in school, you, the loan payments start once you graduate, but you can pay the interest. You can start paying the interest at a smaller amount while you're in school so that when you graduate, the interest amount is very low. So that's another tip that I didn't know about that I learned after I graduated when it was a little too late. I wish that there was a bare, better system in America for people who are seeking higher education. I think that, you know, I don't know how other countries do it. Other countries offer free health care. They offer free college, free schooling, free every... Like, how, how, how are we in depth in everything? How are people, like, bleeding to death and can't even afford to call the ambulance? Like, I don't... That, you know, that, and then $1.5 trillion in debt. I just... I wish that there was a way that people didn't have to worry about this the money part when they're seeking an education and they want to learn and want to and want to help people through education and, and not, but they have to worry about money and i'm always interested in having a healthy debate so please let me know about your college experience i know tons of my friends had amazing college experiences i mean my friend is on her way to a phd and she's loved every single moment of college um and i didn't hate it i just was like was it worth it you know like that's kind of how i walked out was like was it worth it though was that worth eighty thousand dollars no but i'd love to hear your guys's your guys's your guys's i'd love to hear your guys's uh, college experience you know let me know where you went and then tell me about the experience. I want to know where you went so I can be like, oh, okay, that's, I want to picture your experience. You know, like if you tell me you went to UC Santa Barbara, I know your experience, honey. I know. I seen the Halloween pictures. I know your experience, okay? Anyway, that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode. I hope you laughed and cried and that's all. Oh, learned. I hope you laughed and cried and learned. Um, and uh, if you take anything away from today's episode, well, all of it was fabulous. But don't kiss people on the cheeks that you don't know. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, a rating, a review. And we'll be back next week. Love you guys.